This podcast replay is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Check out the retail store in Miami Gardens at 5150 Northwest 167th Street. Plenty of cigar gear and a relaxing lounge. This is a Perdomo way. Inter Miami, I, I had a lot of fun Saturday night when I got back from the Drone Racing League. I got on my Apple uh, account, boom. I watched uh, Inter take on Montreal, and that was a lot of fun. So let's talk to Michelle Kaufman, who does an excellent job of covering Inter-Miami on a daily basis, plus her very interesting article where she's... uh She's uh, kind of uh, uh, kind of figuring out what the what this team might do in the summertime. Uh, good afternoon, Michelle. Thank you for sa- taking some time and joining us. Sure. How are you? Excellent. Excellent. You know that was a lot of fun on Saturday night. They were they were attacking. They were the aggressive team. Uh, there were a lot of opportunities. Uh, dr- that you didn't they didn't pepper. Miami's goalie either and Drake had what was in the 71st 73rd minute or something like that he had a monster save right. well, uh, he had like three he had three really big he had six saves but he had he had a three really big saves he yeah. was a key to that game yeah oh. he was a big key to that game for sure god he's been such a find uh it's yeah. it's just been you know that's and yet, why they just signed him to a new contract exactly <laughs> uh, i mean it's just it's just fantastic to see what chris henderson is already doing you know with the team because the the talk was kind of even from neville you know hey we got to kind of find our footing and you know kind of get the chemistry going and all that but you know for a first game i thought that was a pretty good game that they put together and it was an entertaining game too yeah well you know most of the players are back from last year. So that's a big, that's a big plus. Last year was 19 new guys. It was, you know, an entirely new team. So this year, most of the players are back from last year. They really do have a very, very good culture on that team. I mean, I can tell you they have fun. They play basketball before practice. You know, they, they have shooting contests. I mean, uh, you know, they, they, they really do seem to enjoy each other. It's a good locker room. And then, They brought back, you know, Pizarro was talking to us after the game and he said, this is a completely different atmosphere than I left. And, you know, he loves it. He's so happy here. He thinks this is going to be their best team in four years. Um, I agree. And, you know, Gonzalo is gone and Pozuelo is gone. Those are two really big losses. Um, But they believe now the big concern is that Leo Campana is injured now with his calf. Again. Yes. And Jesus. that's a concern. He may be out a few weeks and, um, you know, he's been injured already last year and he's no, he's injury prone. Now that's, to- that's it. In a short career. All I can say about Campana is a lot of potential, but man, he's a sack of injuries. That guy can't stay healthy. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, so that's, that's gotta be a concern. You know, they brought in Joseph and the idea was that Joseph and Leo would be, you know, two forwards playing together um, they made all kinds of plays and plans for the game on Saturday. And then at the last minute, they had to switch it up, you know, and they started Coco Jean and he did fine. But, um, you know, they really do need uh, Campana to to be healthy, to be as good as they hope to be. You know, without him, it, that's a big loss. They have other players, but that that is a loss. But, yeah, overall, the team is an attacking team. Um, I don't know if you watch Negri, the left back. Yep. But he loves to push up. I mean, he's practically like a left wing uh, who plays defense. But uh, and then the one that that everybody's excited about, although 
didn't show as much as, you know, I think he will show is, is Nico Stefanelli. Um, he's a very, very good player. He's going to be the designated player maker, playmaker this season. I think he's supposed to sort of take the role of, of, uh, of Pozuelo and uh, like, you know, he has very good vision. He's very energetic. He's super smart. He's a great student of the game. I've talked to him a few times and um, he's got a really good soccer mind. He's paying a lot of close attention. And then in the back, you've got the Ukrainian badass. I don't know what else to call him, but Kristoff, that guy is just no nonsense. And he ended yeah. up scoring, uh, which was unexpected, but um, he's really a tough, Tough, tough guy um, who everyone says, his teammates say that he's a great positional player. He's always in the right place, and he's always telling everywhere else, everybody else where to be. So he's been a good addition also. And, uh, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see what happens. And then, yeah, what's going to happen in the summer? Wait, wait, before, be before, before wait, 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 wait. We'll, we'll get to that fantastic story. Let me talk a little bit more about the team. Tell me about this Borgelin character. Oh, yes. That, well, he's a that, really interesting guy. That dude he's, looks like, like, like that dude's well put together. Like, that's a yeah, he's big six five. dude. He's yeah. Six five. Yeah, he's six foot five, 21 years old. He's local, North Lauderdale. He's Haitian, Haitian American. His father, his father is the mayor of North Lauderdale. Oh, okay. His father, yes, his father was the first Haitian uh, elected mayor of North Lauderdale. I believe the first Haitian elected mayor in all of Broward County of any town. So his father made history in November. He was named the first, or he was elected the first uh, Haitian mayor. He was born in Haiti, came here as an orphan, his father. He has a really interesting story and has made his way to mayor of North Lauderdale. And a few months later, his son was signed as the first Haitian American player on Inter Miami. He was in the, uh, Philadelphia Union Academy. Um, he grew up in North Lauderdale, played around here, and then went to, before Inter Miami existed. He went up to Philadelphia, played in their academy, and then came back here to be with his hometown team. And he played on the reserve team last year, and he scored like almost every game. I mean, he every time he was in the game, he scored. And Phil Neville and David Beckham, who were at all those games because their two sons were playing on that team, they really, really liked the kid. And so in January, they they signed him uh, to a full contract with the first team. So he's a really promising young player, 21 years old, uh, who's local, North Lauderdale. And then there's another local. But what, what I like about him is I think he has the potential to – to, to actually be a, 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 a good two-way player, too, at the same time. You know, uh -huh. it, it, it's there's like – there we had a guy with the strikers that was Jamaican, and he – I forgot the guy's name now. I'm brain farting because he – I was just thinking about him now, and he reminds me of – and he was like a truck. Mm. And, and, and people would fall off of him when he was, you know, getting either on defense or on offense. And, and, and this young man – I kind of see the same thing in him that, man, he is a force. You know what I mean? He's and I, big. And, He's really big. Yeah. yeah. And, and and I know in that goal, it was a whole bunch of rebounds and all that stuff. Right. Again, which I love the aggressiveness of the team. They were ready for a rebound. They were ready to attack again. And Borgelin, I think he got it on his second shot, if I remember he correctly. He did. Right? He took a shot off the rebound. Lasseter took the shot. Right. It went off. Then he got the rebound. 
and then he shot it and it was saved and it came back out and then on his second try he made it right right and 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 so but i really like what i saw from the kid i'm trying to remember the uh, the jamaican player's name from the strikers that was just uh he was a beast dude he was just a strong individual i forgot his name now but that that kid really and 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 again uh, you start to look here's the other thing i gotta ask you about I got to, Phil Neville, my God, we got to give this guy, you know, with all the crap that came in at the beginning, oh, well, you know, he's a women's coach. Can he adjust and this and that? And then he inherited such a disaster that first year. And then he had to kind of crack the whip with Higuain and he, and, and he ended up taming the tiger and, and molding it back to the right way. And it, and and he kind of won his team back over. And then what he's doing now with Chris Henderson and how they've turned over the roster. And then the chemistry that I saw on a first night. I don't think we give Phil enough credit for what he's done since he got here, actually. Right. Well, I've been giving Phil credit. I know you have. I know you, you were first off saying he, he needed a contract, like him and Henderson needed it right away when, when last season ended. I remember that. that you. Yeah, you no, no. Right I away. said that they deserved a contract whether or not they made the playoffs, I Amen. said, because I, I've seen the transformation. I mean, the, the, the spirit on that team, the togetherness on that team is really, I mean, it is palpable. You just see it. And he, he got the best out of Higuain. I mean, I thought Higuain was was on the verge of Done. quitting, of retiring, of saying, forget it, yeah. you know. And then he comes back and scores 16 goals. You know, that that took some guts for him to bench him. He was the DP. He was the big deal. And and he was difficult. You know, he was he was difficult, super talented, but was having issues. And and Phil got him to got him to join in the band and, you know, and score 16 goals. And by the end, everybody loved him and he was beloved and he was in a good mood. And now he's brought back, you know, Pizarro who left kind of on a bad, not a, not a bad note, but he, he, he and Higuain never really meshed to be yeah, honest. He didn't fit. He didn't fit yeah. together. They wanted to play in the same space on the field all the time. There was a lot of frustrations there. So now that Higuain is gone, um, you know, Pizarro is much, just seems much freer and happier. And Phil is very excited about what he's seen from him. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I think Phil, I think he's done a really good job of bringing the group together and, and Chris Henderson of finding, you know, he's gone to Ukraine to find this defender. Uh, you know, he went to this guy, Stefanelli, I think really is going to be good. He's in Argentine, but was playing in Sweden and, uh, yeah. And then Borgelin, this young kid, and there's another kid. Uh, if we're talking about locals to watch for, they also signed, I think he's 18 years old, a local kid from Key Biscayne named Benjamin. They call him Benha. He's also Argentine, Benjamin Kremashi. And he's a, you know, really creative, confident uh, midfielder slash forward type player, also an attacking player who's very, very young, but Phil is, loves him. I mean, Phil just raves about him every little time I've chit-chatted with him about him. So he's somebody else, someone else to watch for. And by the way, I love Bryce Duke. I mean, oh, that, yeah. Yeah. God, that kid comes off the bench and With it's a, fire. And and, yeah. he, and he's like a little bulldog. He is fearless, dude. He's I, fearless. God. He's fearless. He's fierce. And he's so hungry. I mean, I know he wants to start. You know, I'm sure he thinks he should be starting. And now they bring in the Stefanelli guy who's now ahead of him. And Bisarro is back. And, you know. 
he's super, super hungry. So when he goes in, he's just, he goes a hundred miles an hour. I love him. I love watching that kid play when he comes off the bat. It's just, you can see it's a better team now, you know, and I know it's only one game and I get all of that, but I've watched the improvement from two years ago through last year. And now, you know, you get an opportunity to start strong and listen, it doesn't get any easier. Philadelphia, oh, Philadelphia what, what they win? 4-1, 5-1, what was it? They uh, won 4-1. And by the way, the brace was scored by Julian Carranza. Right, right. Julian Carranza is now one of the top strikers in the league, and he could have been on this team. Yeah, yeah. They let him go. Yeah. No, I mean, who sometimes... It's a different system at work for him. Yeah, sometimes, yeah. It, it, sometimes you can't just... You can't blame it on the player or maybe it's the system or whatever it is. And it's just wrong place, wrong time. And listen, the good thing is this 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 uh, franchise is now headed in the right direction. This is the final year of of those uh, sanctions and those penalties. So they'll be able to move on with a fresher, you know, uh, uh, a fresher start next year, salary wise and all that stuff. But. This summer, you wrote a very interesting article, and I got to tell you, I always thought this messy story was just silliness, and especially, by the way, I thought it was an even bigger, you know, joke after the World Cup, because he finally wins what he's never won for Argentina, what the fans have held against him, you know, against Maradona, the Maradona fan. Oh, no, he never won a World Cup for us. He can win all the clubs and everything else in Olympics, but he's got to win the World Cup, and he finally won the World Cup. And then I'm thinking, you're playing at this high level, somebody in Europe is going to step up. Here's, you know, the the, the Arab nations are giving, you know, Cristiano $100 million. They're offering him $200 million a year. Uh, You figure somebody's going to offer, and yet here we are, one of the greatest players of all time, and he doesn't have a contract, and then you come up with this article that the 10 and the 5 haven't been filled, and you start putting, you know, one and one together with with Messi, and I got to tell you that it, it, it kind of makes sense now that maybe the league is going to give him a team or something like that like they did with Beckham, but it just kind of makes sense now that maybe this crazy story is really going to happen. Yeah, it seems hard to believe. I mean, Busquet, you know, I could see it. Busquet, I think they're going to get him. I mean, I do. I think that that is going to happen. Messi, on the surface, you would just say, why in the world? It just makes no sense. And what? He's going to play on Commercial Boulevard there at that little, you know, erector set stadium, you know, temporary stadium, which is nice for a temporary stadium, but it's a 19,000-seat temporary stadium. It's not a big glorious stadium with skyboxes and all that kind of thing, you know? So move it up, move it to hard rock, man. Well, you know, I thought about that too. I, I, I noted the other day and I mentioned this to my husband. Well, only problem is the Canes and interplay on Saturdays. That is the thing they play on Saturdays, unless they were to move the games to, but they can't because now the Apple deal, they want all the games to be on Saturdays at seven 30. So um, I don't know. It's, but I will tell you that, I mean, I know the Moss brothers and David are, you know, they are going to, they're going to, they're making a very sweet deal for him. And I do believe no one has told me this. This is just my own conjecture it, because of what happened with David Beckham. I absolutely think that Apple and MLS would be involved in some kind of big deal to make a huge 
corporate package deal for him. This is not about Inter Miami paying him a salary of, you know, $60 million. That's not, that's not, I think this is MLS and Apple would want him here. They would love to have him here to promote the league around the world. The whole thing with this Apple deal is supposed to be to spread MLS around the world. Everyone with an Apple device or with an Apple, you know, app can now watch MLS games. So, you know, it would behoove them. It would behoove Apple and MLS to get Messi into this oh my league. God, yes. And, you know, and, and the, everyone would tune in from, from Argentina, from Europe, from everywhere to watch him play. It'll become the, the number one is, selling jersey in the world. Right. You know, so it would be now an Inter-Miami, that pink jersey would be all over the world. All right. Number two, he has a home in Miami. He loves Miami. And supposedly his wife really would love to move to Miami and raise the boys in Miami. All right. They want to be, be closer to Argentina. They want to be closer to their home. They want to be in a community that has a lot of Argentine people and, and Hispanic South American people. So that's another thing. You know, the guy has made so much money. He's won every every trophy, really, that there is to win over there. He hasn't won the Champions League with PSG, but he's won everything else over there. Yeah, he doesn't and have anything else to prove. It may be that he's just at a point where he's thinking, you know, maybe they're going to offer him ownership, part ownership of a team, whether it's Inter-Miami or a new team or whatever. Or what if they give him part ownership of the stadium? You know, I hadn't thought of that. Before, but I thought of it the other day. You know, they're they're opening the Miami Freedom Park in 2025. The the World Cup is coming the next year. There may be some big sponsorship deals involving World Cup sponsors. The World Cup is going to be in the U.S., Mexico, and Canada. So I just think there's a lot of opportunity there uh, to to make a really big, attractive, very sweet deal to offer him. And yes, it's MLS, and yes, it's Inner Miami and Drive Pink Stadium and all that stuff, but I think there may be more to it. And I, I did bring uh, up about I, the jerseys. I, I, I can tell you this: you see those four corners in that stadium. The Moss Brothers are already designing how to round out that stadium with seats. Okay, yeah. for the summer. Because <laughs> yeah. I already told the I told the buddy of mine, who's pretty comfortable in life, and I said, "Hey, you want to make a nice investment? Go buy yourself about six pairs of tickets for Inter Miami." And he goes, why the hell would I do that? I go, because the second half of the season, they'll have Messi and you'll be selling them for like $500 each. You know? Right. Well, yeah, you know, I pointed out in my story today that I also found it curious, interesting, mm -hmm. whatever word you want to use. Um, the way they did the ticketing this year, this season, you can only buy a ticket, a single ticket through the June 3rd game or the June, the first week of June. After that, if you want to buy a ticket for a game in July, August, September, October, and you go on the club website or you go on Ticketmaster, it comes up and it says, still working on pricing, please come back with an exclamation point. So Buy season me, tickets, means, folks, I'm telling you. To me, it means, now the only way you can get tickets for the second half of the season is to buy a season ticket. If you have a season ticket, you'll have a ticket. But if you're going for individual tickets, you can only buy at the current prices from now through the beginning of June, which to me is setting it up so that when and if 
I'm not saying it's 100 percent going to happen. Of course I'm not. Of course, but they're happens, but they're they're setting themselves up just in case up. it happens. If they it have happens, to be ready and they have to maximize. They're, yes. they're, and by the way, I'm telling you, they'll, 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 they're going to put stands in those corners because yeah. that's probably another five, 8,000 seats that they can put uh, if you add seats in those corners. And that's a lot of money that they're going to be yeah. able to charge. Yeah, and they're going to jack up. the. There's no question. They'll jack up the prices. If Messi and Messi's coming and Messi and Busquets, but, you know, especially Forget Messi. Forget Busquets. If Messi comes, know, whatever. it's if over. If Messi comes, <laughs> no offense to poor Busquets. But anyway. If Messi comes, they can jack up those prices and they will sell that thing out at whatever those prices are. People are going to go watch him. He's going to be all over the Apple app, all over the world in that pink jersey. I mean, you know, that's no that's no, no, no offense to Jimmy Butler. No offense to Tua. No offense to Tyreek Hill. No offense to Jazz Chisholm. No offense to Sandy Al- Alcantara. No offense right. to Bor- uh, Barkov. No, no offense to Kachuk. You're all taking a back seat, man. That's going to be the ticket that everybody is going to want all over the world. Because as yeah, you I'm know, here. we're South right Florida. Here. People are going to come to vacation to then watch also a messy game. Right. Listen to this. So I just looked it up real quick. Leo Messi, you know how many followers he has on Instagram? 11 million? 434 million. Oh, 434 million. Wow. That's crazy. 434 million. Let's compare real quick. Jimmy no, okay, there is no comparison. He, ha- he has more million. followers than all the teams and their combined. stars combined. 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 Yes. Okay? All the teams and stars combined in South Florida would not equal 434 million. That's a 434 million. You you know how many Jimmy Butler has? I just want to tell you. He probably has. He probably has. Uh, probably has like sixty thousand, a hundred thousand. What does he have? No, he has no. Jimmy Butler has seven point nine million. Oh yeah! Wow! Wow! He's big! Wow! I didn't know he had that many. He has seven point nine million, but Messi has four hundred and thirty. Oh, the coffee million. too. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. But wow, Jimmy said seven point nine. Is it, Tyreek has got to be up there too? Then right? That was the only other one that I would think. Sandy would think doesn't. Too. Sandy's not going to have that much. I don't even know if he's even on Twitter. But Tyreek um, has probably got a couple million too, right? If Jimmy's uh, got seven point nine and Tyreek's got what two or three, four? Well, how many does he have? He has cheetah. Two million. Okay. All right, two million. Two million, and Ressi has. Let's repeat: four hundred and thirty-four million people's eyeballs are on that guy. Yeah, Sandy has only one hundred twenty thousand. Okay. One of the best so, pitchers in, in the world. Words, right. Crazy. So, in other words, believe me that it's not just Jorge Mas and Jose Mas and David Beckham that are trying to get him here. I think the league, yes, Apple, anybody involved with the next World Cup, anybody involved with soccer in this country. Yes. They're they're going to pull their efforts. This is my opinion. No one's told me this. I agree. I think they're going to pull their efforts and do everything they can possibly do to get them to come here. And then, you know, and then we'll see what happens. But it'll be, it's going to change everything. If Insanity he comes, is going to take It'll over. be insanity. My job is going to change. Good for you. Everything is going to change. The security that they're going to have to have over there. Right now, we walk around, as my mom says, como Pedro por su casa, right? Right, right, yes. I mean, como Pedro por su casa. Yes. I will not be Pedro por su casa. No. There's going to be fences and barricades and, you know. Yeah. 
it's, no, it changes. It's going to be different. It changes. It changes. And, and you know, Moss built uh, this stadium in eight months. He's, they'll probably pick up the speed over at uh, Miami Freedom Park and build that in two weeks. So, you know. <laughs> Knowing them, I mean, you know, they're awesome. But that that this is this story just gets more and more interesting. And we're going to witness something we've all never witnessed before if it happens in the history of South Florida sports. We've had some stars here. You know, LeBron is as big as they come. Yeah. But this dwarfs anything and everything that's ever happened here. It doesn't matter who it is. This is the biggest name in the world to ever play here in South Florida. That's that's going to be pretty killer. It's going to yeah. be awesome. It's going to be a lot of fun. In the meantime, between now and June, and Phil said, oh, the other thing, the other little clue part, the other puzzle piece was that when I asked Phil about it, he said, you know, I'm managing this team as if, you know, I'm cutting the season in half. I'm saying we basically have two seasons from now through June I have to manage the team as we have it now from now to June and try to get as high up in the standings as we Amen. can so that if and when he said, if and when we, we get the, the, you know, the help that we think we might get, he wants them to be able to just step in and already the team be here, not be way down here and have to like climb up because he pointed out that Toronto last year um, brought two great Italian stars but it was almost too late. By the time they got there, the team was way down. And even though they had a huge impact, they were, they were not able to get, out get of the high hole. up in the standings. Yeah, yeah, they couldn't get out of the hole. Yeah, so. I'm, a, I'm a Panthers fan. I'm used to that. <laughs> Sorry, that's kind of been my, my life as a Panthers fan. All right, follow her on Twitter at Cough Sports. Catch her exceptional work there at the Miami Herald covering Inter-Miami and and the NCAA going after women's basketball. Jesus I'm writing Christ. a column on that today, so look for my column. Ridiculous. In a couple hours, I'll be posting it. Ridiculous. Anyway, yes. Michelle, thank you as always. Appreciate it. Enjoy the soccer. All right. Thank you. Take care. Thank you. There you go. The great Michelle Kaufman. Good stuff as always, man. Love it. I'm telling you, when, when this guy takes over, it's going to be crazy.